you know, I, I don't think it, this thing you can back off and think you're okay. I don't think, I think all these girls are so talented and it's just going to get faster and faster. And especially after getting to watch the Cavs the first time, everybody will have them written down or on film. And so I think it's going to get faster. I don't think you can afford to back off. This is season three of The Score, the Team Roping Journal's regular podcast where the team roping world talks. We've told the stories of some of the greatest cowboys, horses, and moments in the sport, and we're so far from done. In 2020, we'll bring you more of what you've come to expect, like interviews with the best cowboys and cowgirls we know, and we'll dive even deeper into subjects you care about. Look for more audio editions of the Team Roping Journal stories you might have missed in print, and learn about the great horses shaping the sport and great challenges facing our industry. All this and more in 2020. I'm Chelsea Schaefer. Hey everybody, this is Chelsea Schaefer, and this is a very special episode of The Score. We are at the National Finals of Breakaway Roping being held during the National Finals Rodeo. This is a 12-calf event. They will run four calves today, four calves tomorrow, and then they run two more on Thursday, and then the top eight run one more, and then the top four out of that round will run one more calf, and that will decide the average champion, the the event champion, and then there will be they will crown a world champion based on money won. So, uh, without further ado, without question, Jackie Crawford is leading the average nine nine on four. She's smoking. She is pregnant. She is roping without a saddle horn. Her baby girl is kicking her, and she is still kicking everybody's butt. Second in the average is Martha Angeloni. And third in the average is Shelby Beaujolais. They are going to give me the biggest test of my pronunciations today. Uh, so you can check them out on this episode. You can check out full results on the Breakaway Roping Journal's website. Um, and we will link back to ProRodeo.com where they've got the entire events breakdown. Um, so check that out. Enjoy these ladies. I'm so proud that we can let you listen to their interviews. First up is Jackie Crawford. She is 9-9 on four. So impressive. Enjoy her interview. Jackie, this is fun. Yeah. We get to talk about this. Like, I know. I feel like I've been interviewing you for a decade, <laughs> and we've never done anything like this before. It's definitely fun. This is fun. I mean, you said you've been visualizing this. You have enough till enough visualization of this moment to last you to 2030. Is yeah. This how, is this all how you saw it going? Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I said I've won, and I could win every single round and the average every year till 2030. That's how many times I've envisioned it in my mind. So, um, yeah, it's, it's amazing. And, and so to actually, you know, the first round, here I am just sitting there watching JJ, Hope, Larry D, just too flat, too flat, too flat. And I'm like, man, that's going to be so cool. All three of them girls are going to get to take the picture. And just in my mind, you know, but then, of course, as a competitor, you don't back off. And so um, when it all worked out, I was like, holy crap, I just won the first round at the NF, the first NFR. Yeah. I just was like, this is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. And your loop. I posted a picture that Mallory Beanborn from Impulse Photography got of your loop. Tell me about that first calf. Oh my gosh. Well, I didn't even mean to really throw that fast, honestly. <laughs> like, he didn't leave like I thought, so I kind of throttled and pulled. And when I came down, like, I just felt the timing right. And I was like, it just, it just went. And I mean, he was low headed. He was at the end of my rope. And for whatever reason, I let go of it and it worked. 
yeah, I think your rope, your rope helped you there too. That was awesome. That was awesome. What rope did you have? I had the Spitfire. Spitfire. Yeah, Spitfire 50s. Very good. Very good. Mm -hmm. Was Charlie up first thing this morning? Like, was that he posted on Instagram like that he was up before dawn? Was that today? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, we we left really early. Me and Cheyenne did to come in here so we could do the pictures and stuff like that. And then he actually. It, when it was dark, they were saddling, bringing steers up, and they were just waiting to get enough daylight to run some before, so that he could leave in time to get here. Does it feel weird without a horn on your saddle? Like, um, It did, like, the first couple runs, and then, honestly, I, it's fine. It doesn't even... I don't even think about it now because I'm, I'm not a person that just really stands up over the top of my horse anyways, and so it it really doesn't affect me. It's it's a lot better because even when I rode the regular saddle again, I haven't rode a regular saddle since the WCRA finals when I team roped. And even to get back in the regular saddle just to carry the flag around the arena this morning, I could feel it. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad that we took that horn off. Yeah. Now, is Journey kicking at this point? Oh, yeah. You can feel her kicking. Oh, yeah. Was she kicking when you were at all? Y you know, I don't feel it as much unless I sit still. And so I wasn't really <laughs> sitting still too much this morning. So I'm sure as soon as we stop and we go, we'll have lunch here in a minute, I'm sure she'll be, yeah, kicking about. How did T-Boy feel today? T-Boy felt amazing today. He really did. That horse has taken care of me so much. And, I just, you know, when you ride something for 10 years, I mean, that thing, he just, like I said, He's not a pretty horse, and he's sorrel, and he's whatever, but he has taken care of me for a long time, and today he just stepped it up. He feels amazing. He, uh, you know, he scored great. He let me pull on him and throttle him. He, you know, backed in the corner easy and, I mean, really got in his stop and broke the rope off. So I can't, I can't fault that horse at all. As far as tomorrow, what are you going to do in these next 22 hours, and what is your game plan tomorrow? Well, I run late all the time, and so this yes. morning when I was running late here, I was like, who runs late to the National Finals Breakaway Open? So I was like, I'm not doing this again. So I said, I'm staying here, and so we're just either going to go get a room. We're going to go. We have stalls and everything for the horses, so we're going to go get a room and, and just stay here, I think, so that I don't have to deal with that in the morning. <laughs> Awesome. I can I can just see me call like um, I'm stuck in traffic. Can y'all stall? <laughs> no, golly. Gotcha. So tomorrow are you going at them in round five? You know I I don't think it, this thing you can back off and think you're okay. I don't think I think all these girls are so talented and it's just going to get faster and faster. And especially after getting to watch the calves the first time, everybody will have them written down or on film, and so. I think it's going to get faster. I don't think you can afford to back off. I think that, um, you know, today I, I missed the start just a tick on one calf because I thought he was going to be a little slower, but, you know, the girl tomorrow will know that. And so, um, you know, I don't think you can just rely on sitting back and catching 10 right now. I think it's just like, just like the guys. I mean, you're going to have to go at some rounds and use the calves that you draw to win on. Do you have a dummy out at the trailer? Are you going to be roping the dummy at all, or are you just going to oh, stay yeah. hooked? Yeah. Yeah, I'll rope the dummy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to... I'm kind of in that stage where I have to find out like where I can get a feel but not get sore and so I have to like I kind of feel lazy because I have to get off my feet some you know and just <laughs> lay flat and relax a little bit you know but um, I'll, I'll definitely put some loops in yeah. Did you get somebody to make your uh, riding jeans into maternity jeans for you? Yes I did. That's awesome. You said you <laughs> I, I saw you posted on Facebook. You were I did this pair I put on today is a little big but um, <laughs> I'm sure I'll grow into them by the time I'm done but no I did because it just was so uncomfortable anything that I was trying to make work you know and and 
when you're uncomfortable in the saddle is just the worst. And so I said, just cut these jeans off and make them maternity jeans. And she did. And I mean, they, yeah, it's like I'm wearing sweatpants out there. It's great. That's awesome. Everybody yeah. should do that. I know. I really want to wear these all the time. <laughs> like even after the baby's here. <laughs> yeah, right. Congratulations, Jackie. Thank you. Second, we've got Martha Angeloni. She is 10-3 on four, and this is what she had to say about the day's events. Okay. Okay, four down. How was? How are those four? Tell me about it. Uh, my first two runs felt really good. My third run didn't feel the best to me. My fourth run, I was a little late on the barrier, and I just went and caught him. I took a couple extra swings, which I wish I wouldn't have done, but I was trying to play it safe for the average. Yeah, talk about, were you watching most of the rest of the roping, or? Yes, ma'am. I was trying to pay attention during the whole deal. It, I feel like if you go get 10 caught in a fairly decent uh, time you're going to be in the average but I still want to go for the rounds I'm more of a round person than average yeah yes ma'am so 10-6 you feel pretty good at 10-6 on four so far uh, I wish it was a little bit faster but I'm gonna I feel pretty good about it right now was there um, one of the sides of the calves that you felt more comfortable on is I I like coming out of the team roping side better the other side, it was a little bit tougher. I feel like I felt like the calves were kind of. I got lucky in the second round that my calf was one of the ones that came back to the right, and I was ready to take my shot. But it seemed like when you watch a lot of the girls, the calves were stepping off to the left on that side, pretty decent. Tell me about the horse you were riding. What horse is that? How old? Age or name and everything like that. Um, his name is Simba. I've had him for exactly a year now. Uh, he's still a colt. We still get nervous about everything. I got to walk him around so we don't act like an idiot behind the box. Um, but I've trained him whenever he got sent to me. Uh, he didn't know nothing, hardly even know how to lope a circle. We still don't. But uh, I like him. I trust him a lot. And, but he, for good qualities, uh, it's usually he's just solid whenever he comes out of the box. He's a winner there. And everything else, you don't want to get on him. Did you like the pace of this as far as you guys ran four calves pretty fast? Was that good for you? Yes, ma'am. I liked it. Uh, I wish I would have brought a couple waters down here because it was a fast pace. But other than that, yeah, I liked it. I like not having to wait a whole day to run another one. I kind of liked when you had that momentum going and you were pumped up that you got to run a few and just not one. Well, now you have about 22 hours till you get to run the next one. What are you going to do in those 22 hours? How are you going to stay focused? Uh, I'm probably going to honestly go home and free my horse up and practice a little bit more. And I'm going to go help the girl that was helping me all day tonight. She's roping off of one of my horses at the all-in tonight. And I'm going to go help her probably hang out with my mom and my family a little bit and just relax. So you said you're more of a rounds person. Tomorrow we've got four more. Are you going to be going for the rounds, or what's your plan? I've never been smart in my whole life, so I don't know why I would start now. <laughs> but I'm probably going to see how fast I can be, but if there's a situation like I was late, like I was in the fourth round, I'm just going to go try to catch them. Gotcha. Thank you very much. Thank you. Last, we have Shelby Beaujolais, 10-5 on four, uh, just right behind Martha. Um, they're both on Jackie's heels, so enjoy what she's got to say. Congratulations, Shelby. Thank you. Um, talk about the, those four calves you just ran. What, 
Give me a play-by-play. Um, I mean, the first calf, I just wanted to make sure that the calf took a good honest start. Honestly, that was my game plan for all four calves. Um, that's their first time through for all of them. We ran four separate pens, so I wanted to make sure that all the calves got a, a good start before I left. I wasn't trying to break a barrier in the first four go-rounds, and then if I need to speed it up from here now, I can now that we know the calves and we know how honest they're going to be leaving and all of that good stuff. Yeah, your black horse looked outstanding. Thank you. Um, I got her as a two-year-old, and I trained her myself, like, completely started her from the ground up, so she knows me, and I know her, <laughs> so it works good. When we talked, um, we did a story with you earlier in the year in the Breakaway Journal about getting up and, and staying up. Were you pleased with how you rode your horse? Um, I haven't watched my videos yet, so <laughs> I don't know. There's no telling. <laughs> uh, were you just wanting to knock these four down, or were you going for the rounds at any point? No, there was. it was really hard for me. It started off really fast, and like instantly, like my killer instinct kicked in, and I was like, okay, two flats win the go-round. I want to be 1-9, and then I was like, Shelby, just relax. I was like, first four go-rounds, don't break the barrier. Let's see what the calves do, and I'm happy with the four runs I made, and if I need to speed it up now, I feel confident that I can, so... And we talked a little bit. You had a, a helper in the box. You know, everybody else, you had a pretty unique helper in the box. Does he say anything? Yeah, he talks to me the whole time. What does he say? Um, <laughs> he'll say, let's go, babe. Like, just wait, babe. Let her stand up, babe. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Most of the time, I don't listen to him. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so tomorrow, are you going to stay steady tomorrow, or are you going to go at him a little bit more? Um, depending what I draw, um, I think by the last two calves, I think I want to stay exactly where I'm at on the barrier. Um, I missed the barrier a little bit on my first two I ran. And then the last two calves, I'm happy with where I was at there. So I'm just going to stay like that on the barrier. And if I draw good and it works out to be fast, then it'll be fast. And if not, then just run them down and just catch every calf and get out on every calf. Can you describe the atmosphere at all? How does this feel in here? Does it feel as special as it is? Does it? Yeah, um... It was pretty incredible when we walked in this morning to break the calves in to put the first runs on them. Um, there was nobody in the building. And it was pretty empty, but just walking in, and my horse looked around, and I looked around, and it was kind of breathtaking. It's cool to take it in and kind of the calm before the storm. Absolutely. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. This episode is brought to you by Cactus Ropes, Fastback Ropes, as well as Resistall and Charlie One Horse. They have been our partners with the Breakaway Roping Journal since day one. They believe in what we do, and we are so very grateful for their efforts. <laughs>